Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing <laughs> What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Degenerates podcast is back, and here we go. Uh, back to the regular three with B, Mac, and myself. What's up, guys? Um, Yo, we got a loaded lineup today. Uh, obviously, your drink of the day. We got the fight island recap, and I'm still pissed about. Pissed. Um, MLB return. This is our MLB uh, startup MLB season preview show. Um, like I said, we're locked and loaded for the MLB restart or startup to begin with. Uh, the battle pick of the day. And here we go. All right, so let's get into it, boys. Um, we all were together. We all watched the fights together. Um, we got to talk about them. Fight Island, you know, first off, they were in Abu Dhabi. Um, yeah, loaded that, was, card. that was wild. Um, I th- felt like it. they didn't really build my expectation enough. Yeah, I like, mean. There's some good fights, but, like, I needed something a little bit more. They hyped this up. We hyped it up. A lot more than what I felt like was delivered. Best card we've seen in a while. Yeah, I mean, for, as far as sad. fighters, yeah, yeah, as far as, far as, as fighters, yes. Uh, so, yeah, he. I mean, he put something together great, but I was, I was a little let down. Yeah. Um, and once again, we're sitting at a card. Not to get Cody all hyped, we're sitting at a card where the world thinks one fighter won, and the judges give us something else. Oh, we're going to get into that. That was some bullshit. You know, I just, I feel like it happens two, three times a year with the UFC. Oh, the judges and the refs are literally ruining the sport. Yeah. It's getting to boxing. You know, it's getting to how bo- boxing is where it's just, it's brutal. And this is, and it's noticeable five round fights. Uh, yeah. Dom, Bones Jones, very questionable. Max Holloway, Definitely questionable. He won that fight. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it. I want to talk about Abu Dhabi first and Fight Island. It, it was funny because I actually watched the Dana interview when he was like, "What the hell do people expect? Like, you're going to fight outside on the, on the sand? Is what you guys thought?" But honestly, yeah, like people, absolutely. People did think there was going to be a ring outside, like sun, on the water, on the water. Like, dude, this isn't Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Fight Island. Even, it might as well have been Vegas. Yeah, honestly, it, it might as well have been Vegas. You could have told me they're in Vegas. They might have been behind a curtain in Vegas. Exactly. Showing, yeah, we, showing beach scenes. We posted scenes. the picture that the outside octagon on Instagram, and yeah, like people really thought that was a thing. Yeah. So, but Dan's like, it's 104 outside with 100 percent humidity. Like, that's not going to happen. We're like, okay, but why with, spend all this money to go to Abu Dhabi then? Like, yeah, Vegas with, is still open. Yeah, Vegas is still open. I don't understand. Yeah. Who says they weren't there? That's what I mean. Right. That's what we I mean. don't know. They're just yeah showing still There's shots no of the beach. Fucking Dana Gate. Yeah, showing Dana, the Dana Gate. Show, showing still shots of Newport that we didn't even know <laughs> yeah. about. So um, let's get into the card. Um, obviously, we're not going to do Van Zant. Not even worth the time to talk about the poor performance again. Uh, yeah, just that was a brutal fight. That was um, going into that. Going into that UFC. She night, was the biggest underdog. Yeah. Yeah. And it showed. Yeah, it was. It and, shouldn't have been on the fight card. I mean, Dana even said it afterwards. Hey, you're a free agent. You might want to look elsewhere. Yeah. Like, you're, you're That done. was brutal. Yeah. That you're was done. So, the first fight that we actually broke down on IGTV was the Rose fight in Andrade. Um, what what a war. I think that was what fight a of the night. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, I'd agree with you. Fight of the night. Rose, Rose, Rose put up 
performance up. She put a show on, dude. Yeah. She got her, her jab early, and she had really good uh, distance control the whole night. Yes. Uh, very, very accurate well. on her yeah. punches. I agree. Um, it was funny because she only out only total strikes. She only had 82 to 79, and significant strikes. She had 11 more. So the, that's a that's a decent gap, but yeah, I I felt it was way more lopsided than that. It was, it was one of those fights where like you could tell Rose at the end was losing steam and was getting hurt and well the power too that yeah. Yeah. Andrade had it was like yeah oh yeah she she was nailing Rose there at the end of the fight she still had that power in the in the fifth round yeah I mean, you see Rose's face after the fight right yeah. but to keep that tempo that's that's what's all that's what always impresses me with the straw weight is the the tempo they just keep throughout the whole fight it's yeah. stupid yeah they're it's still absurd. moving their feet yeah. 20 minutes into a fight yeah. no shot yeah so boom fight goes exactly how i call it right yeah, rose wins call. a good fight yeah. He's, you first, know, first leg of the parlay. First leg of the parlay was distance. To go mm-hmm. the distance. Not that Rose was going to win. I thought Rose was yeah. going to win, but I thought distance. Boom, hit it. We're all happy. Good for you. Okay, I first had a technical, leg. I think, late. Okay, for, first leg. All right, all right, let's go. You know, you, everyone has a parlay knows that. No one gets yeah. excited until you hit three legs of the parlay. So, fight two, we have uh, Peter Jan and Jose Aldo. That was my favorite fight of the night just because I, I knew it was the change of tides there. Yeah. Peter Jan is the next next dude. Aldo put a great performance up for for three rounds. Started getting punched in the face. Well, that was my thing going into it was a lot of people had Jan as the big big favorite and said that was their lock of the night. And I, you know, he's just been on fire. And I I don't disagree with it, but Aldo is no joke still. No, he he fought great um for three rounds. And I think I think you made a good point that night when we were watching the fight that if this weight class had been around for a long time. That's Aldo's weight class. He oh, might have yeah. gone down as the best fighter in that oh, weight yeah. class. He would have had that record yeah. for... Yeah. He would have had that belt for a long time. A long time. Which sucks for him, but to be this late in his career and put up a fight like that... He's just getting to Respect. Old. Yeah, old. respect it, though. And Peter getting into it with uh, Cody and and Henry Asudo after, oh, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. he's just ready to... Good. He's ready to scrap. Good. Sahudo, oh. bring him out, dude. You want to talk? He's a bomb, dude. Dude, you want to talk, Sahudo? Let's go. Yeah. Yon will put you on your back, I'm, bro. I'm big Yon guy, dude. Big I'm, Yon guy. I'm all over that. And he beat one of my favorite fighters, too, Jose Aldo. So, it I mean, was that was a good fight. I mean, I, I was talking to Kay Morg. He was actually in Vegas. Yeah. And he's like, hey, this is my lock. This is my lock. I was like, I don't disagree with you that he's going to win, but this fight's going to be a lot closer. Yeah. Then people think. I thought the Rose okay. was a lock. Yeah, you called that a lock. I mean, you called Yon, but you you were worried. You were sitting there, you're a little worried two rounds yeah. in. You're like, fuck, dude. Well, we Aldo was giving it to him. Yeah. He had no, to switch Aldo. stances. Yeah, yeah. He, he was smacking that cab up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what about the end of that fight, real quick? What the, There's what a ref. Is the ref doing? Back. Yeah. He's, dude. He's curdled up in a ball. And. I, just at some point, what are you doing? Yeah, I definitely have mixed emotions about that. We've seen I, so many I of these stoppages. It. Yeah, I, I get that it's his last fight, possibly his last fight ever. Um, yeah, you got to. Yeah, he just you got to get the legend movement respect, down there. He's just covering up. He's not really, he's not really giving anything he was back. Yeah, beat up. I mean, yeah. you you can't have it both ways either. The crowd's too pissed off. They stopped it early or. Something like this happened. I and at the same, that, that's the worst I've ever seen it. At the same time, I don't think Jan was maybe hitting as clean he wasn't connecting very clean he was it wasn't kind of clean. mauling him he wasn't on the clean right. but he was looking for blood he's a ref stop this fight yeah. well although yeah. you mean conceded he was well, like i think yeah. he's i think he's one clean clean contact away from okay all right this no is that ref should have stopped it 40 punches early dude i mean uh, 
See, I'm, I'm kind of with Mac where it's like... You're in fetal position, dude, I covering know, your ears. But we've seen how many early stoppages have we seen lately? And these refs are gun-shy. They're just, they don't know when to stop a fight. Either they're too quick or they're well, too Well, they late. should. They're professionals. Yeah, they're, well, in the they biggest, to, they're in the biggest stage. Well, stop even, the fight. Well, even Dana said they had to reevaluate after that fight. Herb Dean would have stopped that fight. Yeah, big Herb. Big, big Herb guy. Big so, Herb guy. Good feel. Good feel. So, Jan wins. Jan wins. I hit second leg, right? So, I'm like, I'm like, my fans are fired up. Yeah. You know, but those are the two big favorites, okay? So, we get to the max fight, and I'm like, if I get this, I know I'm going to win. So, at this point, I've called every fight exactly how they were going to go. Yes. I was, you know, pinpoint, go to it. Okay, we get to the Max fight, and Max looks great. Fantastic. Fantastic. He did look good. Possibly won the first three rounds, at least. The, everyone had him winning one, two, three, and four or five were close. I thought It's he, like he didn't get he didn't get no, beat up. No. Yeah. I thought going in around five, it was at worst three to one Max. Max. And I thought Volkanovski needed a, a finish. A, f- a brutal finish. I need yeah. Yeah. He I thought a, he I need to knock him out, TKO, submit him. Max looked cleaner. Max looked, he looked more better. precise. Even in the even in the rounds they had him losing, he lo- he still looked good. Yeah, I uh, thought he did. That know. one pissed me off. So I'm just sick of this. Like, we talked about it just a second ago, but um, dude, I'm sick of this. Like, oh, the championship rounds mean more type shit. That's that's like someone's defense. You know what I mean? But they the UFC has clearly stated all rounds are graded the same. Yeah, and they're obviously so not. They're obviously they're not. obviously so, not. So Dana needs to come out and say, hey, four and five are more important. Right. Or something. Right. Fix this. Yeah. I I also think we need to kind of get a grasp of how important takedowns are. You know? And that, I know this has been a I know this has been um a hot topic of late in the UFC how important takedowns are, but my thing is in my opinion, if you're going to take somebody down, I want to see some type of ground game. Yeah. Right? yeah, no, Volk, it's got to mean something. always getting right back up. Yeah, and, you know how important and then is that, that take? And that's why I mentioned real quick the the Reyes Bones fight. Like Bones, literally after the fight, had to defend his win by saying, "Oh, I got the takedowns, but Reyes is back on his feet." Like that's that's not a point to right. me. Yeah, and I think I'm with and you. That, that's exactly what happened there. to Holloway. Like yeah. he got taken down a couple times and he's back up. Right, and but he, even that Bones fight. I thought Bones won the fight, and I th- I think that fight was yeah, too it close. Was less, you have to yeah. take the belt from it the was champ. less controversial this, than this one. This yeah, is different, sure. yeah, but I'm still like different. I'm I'm grouping like the latest fight I can remember into a lot of fights where it's like, all right, four and five more important, right? Like the takedowns, but nothing happening after is that more important? Like I don't understand it. Yeah, I they got to fix it. It's a broken system. I was heated, obviously. I you know when they raised. Volkanovski's hand. I was like, what the hell's going on? Uh, Everyone was. Twitter went crazy. Twitter went crazy. So Athletes went crazy. So then that's I lost a parlay on that. So yeah. I'm already pissed going in the Usman fight. And I'm like, I told you guys exactly how it was going to go. And everyone is pissed. Everyone's like, you know, street Jesus, blah, 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 baptism. Yeah. Get off the hype. The better fighter did exactly what he was going in to do. Better athlete. The better athlete. Stomp his toes out. If you guys saw, I tweeted out was... Athlete versus brawler. I'm so hot at that. I know. Well, <laughs> fucking toe stomps he, all but, night. Okay, you can but, say what you and want. That's, about. And that's besides the point. That is besides the point. But Usman I mean, looked very clean, very polished. He did what he wanted yeah, with them. And he, didn't, he did exactly he didn't step, what he trained for. He didn't step out of his realm of comfort to go he and didn't have give to. Usman the show, or uh, go give Masvidal the show that he wanted. Right. Yeah. He, I mean, he didn't, Which have, I respect he didn't that. have to. I respect that. Like, and... You do have to respect that he respected that Masvidal stand up. Like, yeah, at some point he could just 
he cleaned me up real quick. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just going to play my fight. I'm going to clinch him up. Dirty boxing. But the, what sucked is, you know, Jorge's, like, two cuts were, what, accidental headbutts? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. And, but they weren't significant. They ended up not being significant to the fight. No, they weren't. But you know, they didn't open up. They didn't big. bleed in his eye or anything yeah. like so, that. So, I mean, I, I literally called every fight exactly how I thought they were going to go, and they happened that way. I just happened to get freaking screwed by the judges. Once yeah. again, they ruined that parlay and they ruined it for everyone who took it. I know multiple people. There was betting me. sites giving money back. Yeah, giving money back. That's it's, crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I'll give all my all of our viewers their money back if I could for if they took that parlay like I gave it to We're them. We're not giving you your money back. We're not. Um, <laughs> so that's Fight Island. We got three fights there, uh, one tonight, um, one on Saturday. Um, so we'll, we'll see how these other fights are. I thought it was okay for Fight Island. They got a bunch of pay-per-views. They sold a bunch of money and made a bunch of money. Speaking of UFC, uh, Ige fighting tonight. Oh, Big E, that's yeah. Max guy. Tune right. into that. Tune into that. So, um, oh, man, I'm I'm just disappointed. I, I was really mad over the weekend. Yeah, I'm pissed. Mad going into like the first couple days of the week. Now I'm just disappointed. I'm just I'm just sad. I'm just sad. <laughs> so uh, see why sad. But the, hey, Fight Island. Um, and that I mean. It was good, and we're, we're going to do UFC a lot more. A lot of our fans like it. So uh, that's Fight Island. Um, let's move on to Drink of the Day. Um, drink of the Day, uh, baseball episode, right? So we're in baseball mode. We have opening day a week from uh, Friday. Uh, baseball is starting. We are fired up for it. We're excited. And no other way to do it than we're going to honor one of the greats. Uh we are sipping on. Actually, Mac, tell us what we're sipping on right now. We are sipping on uh, Ale Smith, uh, Pale Ale, three ninety four batting average, San Diego style. So, what that is for listeners who don't know, uh, that's honoring Tony Gwynn's nineteen ninety four season when he uh, broke the record for, or not broke the record, was it the record for the highest batting average, uh, yeah. or his career high? So, it was his career high batting average at three ninety four, which is just ridiculous. Could have been. Uh, this is going to be. Uh, this may rub some fans the wrong way. I still don't consider him one of the greatest players to ever play. Tony Gwynn? Yeah. One of the best hitters. He has a mm. beer. One of the best hitters of all time. One of the best contact hitters. He has a beer. Bro. He does have a beer. I'm drinking his beer. Yeah. Bro, do you see the, the stats? Alex like, Rodriguez have a beer? I get the stats. I get the stats, but if we're going to talk about this real quick, uh, before we do uh, describe what this drink tastes like, because it's, it's actually pretty decent, um, I don't consider him one of the greatest hitters of all time because... I'm never going to intentionally walk Tony Gwynn. No, you're going to get beat by him, though. You're going to get beat by him. You don't have a pitch to get him single. out. You don't it's have a, a pitch single. to get him out. It's a single. You're going to walk him if there's runners second and third? Uh, and with a tying run on second base? 100% you're going to walk him. Are you kidding me? Is he burning an outfielder? No, but he's in a four. He's in a pitch. He's, you don't have an out pitch for him. De- depends what the situation doesn't is. doesn't matter who I you are. I get that he doesn't strike out, but he's not... He's not somebody that I fear in the box, or I would fear if I was a pitcher. Look, Maybe not to hit a I'm double. Gonna keep, home I'm going to keep my pitch count really fucking low and just pipe Mac, one. This isn't and our let him battle, bro. And We're drinking a 394 home. beer made yeah, bro. Like, for Tony Gwynn. Yeah, I get, get it. Over it. it. I get it. to the GOAT. 394, yeah. I'd take a 280 batting average with a shit ton of home runs. They're not making a beer after you. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that's six, true. 6% alcohol. So a nice that's little true. pale ale. So, I'm drinking it. It's uh, my first time. That's Drink of the Day. Uh, San Diego Pale Ale 394 by L. Smith uh, in honor of the legend Tony Gwynn uh, for the MLB preview. Total Degenerates podcast brought to you by Taco Station. Take a drive down memory lane to this historical spot where you can enjoy delicious Mexican food and little of 
Riverside, Old Town Riverside Taco Station is conveniently located in historical downtown Riverside at 4088 Mission Inn Avenue. This is a must-see destination for all. Quality service, cleanliness, and a friendly staff await you in the showroom. We offer a self-service full menu, full-service menu, accessory menu, fluids menu, and a catering menu. Now let us take a short drive through our menu. From our self-service menu, you can tune up with a muffler burrito, new brake pads, tacos, etc. How about something with a little sea breeze? We offer the best shrimp cocktails, fish tacos, and shrimp tacos from the coast of the Pacific Ocean to the coast of Los Cabos. You can wash them down with a large selection of Mexican beers, domestic beers, import beers, and our proud local Riverside brewed beers. Remember, we're here for all your service needs. Bumper to bumper, taco station for every fill-up offers you the service with a smile. Tacostation.com. Taco station's lit. Mango Marks. Dude, everyone's there. Mango Marks. All right, so MLB opening day in one week, or actually a little over a week. Um, 60 game schedule is going to go fast. Fast. In 66 days. Oh my gosh. Jesus. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. No, a lot of people don't. They're yeah. like, oh, it's 60 games in a baseball season. I know. No, this so is 66 the first. Days. We can consider this the first sprint that, yeah. in baseball. Sprint. It's Ever. A, it's a sprint. So, I'm excited about this, actually. I mean, yeah. me and me and Mac are baseball guys. B is not as much a baseball guy, but B is like, dialed in on the 60-game schedule. I Look, it's less than the NBA season. And, you you know, a lot of people get excited about baseball towards the end of the season, towards postseason. And this is what this is what this is. I could argue postseason baseball is one of the best postseasons in sports. I agree. 100%. I'm not a big baseball guy. I'll watch postseason baseball every year. So what do we expect out of 60 games? I mean, Mac, we'll start with you. Like, are we – do we – the big thing I, I'm kind of looking forward to is obviously if a team gets hot and this might run away with it and then they might not stop. You can get hot for 80 games. Yeah. Half you can, a season. You can get hot. Um, what I'm interested in seeing is pitchers getting to that to that August day, you know, that feel, getting yeah. their arms loose. So you, it's going to take – it usually takes guys – Seven, eight starts do you for them to kind of feel the pitching group. Or yeah. oh, I, I think this helps pitching this in advantage. terms of yeah. in terms of just let it eat. Okay, yeah. so just let it eat. Are like GMs and like you know uh, ball club owners and stuff like that going to play their aces more? They're like, oh, it's only sixty games. Mm, I, I, don't, I don't think that changes with as far as the starting rotation. No, I think just keep the rotation. No, but I think the bullpen is going to be very interesting to see how managers handle that bullpen. And they increase the you know, roster, so you can have unlimited amount. Well, of they got sixty guys in camp, so. I don't know how many they're going to be act, be able to have active. But they don't I have think it's a, more than the twenty five. Yeah, but they don't have a limit. I think it's thirty. They don't have a limit on how many pitchers they have. No, but you still. I mean, and there's a DH in the National League. Yeah, so no more that's pitchers. Huge. That's, that's huge. going to put more pitchers on the roster. Um, yeah, yeah, Mac. I want to kind of get your opinion on who has the advantage. Like, is it a team with a deep bullpen, or is it a team that has a deep rotation? Or that offense is juggernaut who's just gonna just gonna hit the hell out of the ball into sixty games. Yeah, well, when you look at what the Dodgers did last season, I think we can just de- determine based off of that that it's an offensive game now. Yeah, it is very Wasn't the record offensive. last year for most home runs. Yeah, in yeah, a season. most home runs, most, most runs. wins. No, I think most runs. How, how what was their overall schedule last year? Um, I think they lost like. 57 games. Oh yeah, no, I'm like just that. talking about the MLB in general though, well, like just hitting bombs. Yeah. Yes. Like you, you, like you said, it's an offensive and league it's, now. It's going to grow every year. And the Dodgers are one of the best at it. Exactly. And they added Mookie. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be determined so much on the bullpen or the starting rotation. I think it's going to be who can get hot the fastest. Oh, 100%. It's going to be who can get hot the fastest with the sticks. Okay, so I think we're in agreement there. But oh, So you think it's offense, whatever. 
hundred percent. So the best offense has, you know, if they get hot, they just have the ability. And, yeah. So, um, and then adding uh, in extra innings, they're adding a runner on second. Yeah, that's kind of wild. That is and, wild. That I mean, is, does that? that I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily does, does that agree decrease with that? the amount of innings where we're gonna go or no. It's gonna limit it. Yeah, that's gonna shorten games. No, that's yeah. why I said it's decrease. gonna shorten yeah. games. Yeah, but I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Me being a baseball guy in general, and I know uh, Cody can attest to this. Baseball is a very elongated game, and it can get very time consuming and right. just last yeah. four hours. I'm okay with that. I understand baseball. I understand how hard it is to be successful at baseball. And I understand um, how poetic it is, you know, to get right. into that 14th inning and, and win off I'm, a walk-off. Yeah. You know, it's just very poetic. Baseball is a very poetic game. It's played very slow. There's a lot of buildup to the climax. And you can feel it. If you understand baseball, you can feel that build, you so, know? You're saying pitching has a huge advantage in the in the decreased games, the 60 games. So who like maybe the teams with the best pitching rotation gonna? I mean the Yankees. Clean up? The Yankees are the favorite. Um, yeah, Yankees, Dodgers. I mean Yankees, Dodgers are the World Series Vegas favorite. Yeah, I mean Astros are number at, three yeah. on power ranking or something yeah. like that. I mean, but you know, like a team like the Nationals, whose like pitching rotation is yeah. unbelievable. And like it, and they can just be, smack through sixty games know, really quick. Exactly. I think this is, could be the first season where somebody outside of the top ten ranking. Or somebody at the lower end of that that top ten ranking could oh, end up one hundred percent. Yeah, just 100%. getting really fucking hot. Uh, well, going I like playoffs. I like my team. I like the Angels' chances to to win that division. Yeah, we're gonna talk to Jared um, from Halo Halo Nation podcast coming up in a bit about those chances. Yeah. I like the Angels' chances as well. I mean, if you're a fan of any team, you gotta like their chances in this. Yeah, I mean, and I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say it, but I like I like the Astros. Yeah, they got a target on their back. That's such a degenerate thing to say. Yeah, but, but my, they, all right, they have a target on their back, and they have, you know, what uh, Verlander, um, Granky, uh, Granky. Yeah, they got Verlander and Granky. I mean, they lost well, they're, Cole. They're they're older. They're older guys, but I feel like a, a shortened season helps them. But Verlander usually, to me, takes about like Max said, seven eight starts to get rolling. Right. You don't have that luxury. So, so you're saying it takes the the pitching longer to get rolling, or the back? So. So I think the bats. I, when I think he's about, a veteran that's older. Who when I think about yeah, in I a full you. in a full baseball season in a normal year, it comes down to that last game more often than not, where it's like we need these two teams to lose so we can get in. All right, so this is gonna be more than ever. Right. right now. Okay. No, so I now we're playing in in division, right? It's gonna be like localized. No, localized. Yeah, no localized yeah. So like AL West is playing NL West. Yeah. And AL West. That's it. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So that, that changes a lot. Oh, it changes a ton. Well, that means the Dodgers are going to run through the West. They're going to run through well, the West. they through the West the last three years. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't want to knock the Angels because I thought they I thought they had some notable offseason pickups, but they still didn't um, look at what they needed most in back-end bullpen, guys. Well, I think more rotation than back-end. The back-end's all right. Hans Robles can pitch. He can close games. Their bullpen's okay. It's more that rotation. They don't have a, a bona fide ace. I mean, like I said, we're going to talk more Angels in a bit. Yeah. Um, I want to get you guys feel about just a 60-game short I, I, season. I how love it. Look. I'm oh. so excited for this. So, every I game matters. I think it's good every for— Every game matters. That's yeah. that's unbelievable to say in baseball because no one— All right, be honest. After opening week, a lot of fans stop paying attention until, you know, 100%. midsummer. I think this is going to be really good for the fan base of baseball in the sense yeah. that it is going to grow from this. 
I don't think there's yeah. going to be much on TV to watch. This might be the most watched baseball season ever. I I agree with you. Oh, I, I 100%. Agree yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I totally yeah. agree with that. Because it's not like it's not like a normal baseball season where you could watch, you know, five games and then check back in in 3 weeks. Yeah. To Oh yeah, Angels are playing tonight. And, and I'll be honest, I don't watch a lot of base like major league baseball. Me neither. Not on but, not on television. I I never did. No, I couldn't do no, it. No, I I'll dial in for every game. Yeah, no, I'm ready. Sixty games. I, a, a big thing I saw is a fact. All right, sixty games. They broke it down. A lot of people are doing uh, breakdown sixty games last year. Sixty game season. The World Series champs aren't making playoffs. Oh, I mean, yeah. This is I, exactly. This is exactly this is going back to. Bottom end of the totem pole for the top 10 ranking, or somebody even out of the top 10 ranking has a really good chance of winning yeah. this year. Well, because a stacked roster just not just not hitting. It's yeah, it all depends on who can that get happens hot the all fastest. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this you is you think about going on a seven game win streak to start off your season, like that's, that's gonna huge. Play. Oh, yeah, that's gonna play late in the oh, season. Oh, yeah, starts hot. That's yeah. what we said. Who starts hot? That's yeah. gonna be interesting, and that's a million dollar question. Um. I want to ask you, Mac. I want to ask you this question: What's more likely to happen? I I think we know the answer, but I think both can happen. What's more likely? Someone hit 400 this year, or a sub one ERA from a starter? I think the sub one. I I think so too. I, I think the sub one. I know that um, as far as offensive statistics go, a lot of your um, like a lot of where your stats are going to end up, you start to get a good showing of that within within the first 60 games. But I think there's going to be a lot a lot more of an adjustment for hitters and a lot more pressure they put on themselves to to be successful in 60 games. Right. You know, it's but not that, like... It's that's not like, when oh, the greats I, are going to come out, though. True, true. But even the greats have their off months, you know? Yeah, but you're saying... Yeah, the but have the, their but off the pressure they put on themselves, it's, I mean, it's every, every bat. Like come on, they like guys like Trout and Bellinger, like they're they're going to that bat thinking it's the same as it is at the end of the season. They're first at bat. Yeah. But in the sense that in the sense that baseball is so hard to be successful at and even even the greatest hitters struggle to bat close to three hundred. Yeah, I mean I'm taking the sub one ERA. For sure. Uh, I could yeah, see no, I could I, easily see Garrett Cole. Going into the postseason with a point seven five ERA, good God! Like yeah. Is he the best God. best pitcher in MLB? Um, or is that guy? That, that guy at the... I would say he is. Scherzer's close. I would say he is. I would say Scherzer's close, but it, in in terms of just what about uh, the guy from the Mets? Through? Degrom. Degrom. No, I think guy, he's falling off. He's I would say Garrett Cole last over year. Scherzer, just in terms of just pure power, just pure strength, like. That guy just throws. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I don't hit. I don't think anyone's hitting 400. Right. All right. Now, special guest via phone. We got Jake Webb from the Atlanta Braves calling in from Atlanta. What's going on, Jake? How we doing, guys? Good. Good. Um, how's everything out there? How's camp? Uh, camp's good right now. It's uh, it's going well. You know, we're we're getting adapted to the protocol and all that good stuff, but uh. Yeah, it's going good. Um, been throwing and getting in some games, so yeah, it's going pretty good right now, as well as it can be for the yeah. time being. Yeah, I know it's got to be freaking weird, right? Like no one in the stands, just like emptiness. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely weird. It's uh, it's definitely a little bit of a change, and uh, got to adapt a little bit too. You know, you gotta you gotta find some way to get yourself going, and you know, get that adrenaline going. But 
it's still yeah it's kind of it's unique in its own way how strict are they on you with the uh, protocol um it's pretty i mean it's pretty strict they're trying to you know we have to wear face masks for most of the days you know like we're at the field or the clubhouse or if we go in the training room you gotta you gotta wear one or this and that but um i mean besides that it's just uh taking like a a COVID test every, you know, every so often. Dang. So how's the squad looking? I know the expectations are through the roof. What what do you got on the squad? Uh, I mean, we're looking good. Uh, you know, we just, we, uh, we just signed Puig too today. Yeah, I saw that. Wow. So, yeah. So, <laughs> nice sign, nice sign. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be, we're going to be good, man. It's going to yeah. be really good. Yeah. I, I think we got the depth. That's the biggest thing. Uh, we got we got quite a few players at every position, you know, that can that can bang. So it's it's going to be fun, man. It's hopefully I'll uh, I'll get up there for some games as well, and you know, get it going. Yeah, you guys in the spring was a lot of buzz around before everything shut down um, going into, it. and even now I think you guys are top five projected to win a World Series according to Vegas. So you know the yeah. talent's there. Yeah, absolutely. Depth in the outfield, we got big bats. You know, we got some young guys that can do a lot of things, and it, it's it's going to be fun, man. The, the, we got a lot of good pitchers too. That's the thing. We got a lot of good arms that are, you know, that are ready. Hey, speaking of good arms, I'm hearing you throwing like 98. <laughs> no, not right now, honestly. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was, uh, I, I wouldn't say I was throwing on you, I would hear it every, you know, every so often, but I would usually say anywhere from like two to six. Okay. In that range, that was my average velo in that, in that area, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, it's hard too, because I just had uh, bone spur surgery not that long ago. I had it in almost a year ago now. It'll be in September, I think, in September, yeah. So it, it's been a process for that too, trying to recover, trying to get my arm back to where it was. Nice, man. So, man, we want to know, you know, obviously we're a bunch of dudes that just kind of bullshit and talk around. We yeah. want to know, you know, big league experience. You know, tell us through, you get called up, you know, your first experience, what was going through your head from the time they told you you were going to the show till you actually got into a game? So I actually got the call like 12.30 at night, and I just pitched that night too. Wow. I think I had like two strikeouts or something like that. I was, I was, I was on, basically. And, uh, yeah, my, my skipper from AAA called me, and he was, you know, it's 12.30 at night, and he calls me, and says, yeah, you're going to the show, bro. I'm like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, so pumped, dude. I literally, like, I, I hung up with him, and I broke down in tears, bro. My roommate's, like, sitting there watching me fucking cry. And I'm like, dude, I gotta call my mom. I gotta call fucking everyone. Like, yeah, that's so awesome. Holy crap, That's man. so you know, awesome. It's, it's, it's cool, man. It's a freaking... It brings me jitters right now. I'm just talking about it, dude. So you, so you walk into that big league clubhouse for the first time, and, I mean, you guys got some names. You guys got Acuna. You, yeah. You know, you know what was that like? Like... Well, some of them I had played with through the minor leagues, so it was right. kind of like, it, it felt like, you know, like it was meant to be, like it, it just worked out that way. Like I grinded with Albies, Albies was my shortstop my first year in the UCL. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, and then I played with Acuna in high A when he went from the high A all the way to triple A that year. Oh, yeah. So yeah. he was on a tear that year, too. He went, at, like, every level, he freaking, his numbers jumped even at that level, you know? Yeah, right. It was, it was I mean, it's, these guys are, they're the, they're legit, bro. They're, they're the, <laughs> they're the dudes, you know, the, they're going to be the next, you know, uh, era, basically. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah, exactly. So, two-part question I want to ask you. What was the biggest difference you saw from the jump from minor league baseball to the big leagues? Was it, you know, getting away with a certain pitch in a certain location or guys sitting on pitching locations? I heard different stories about that. And then also, what was the biggest jump from, like, the nightlife going from the minors to the big leagues? Uh, I mean, so basically, like, the, the biggest jump I thought, like, coming through the minor leagues was from double A AA to triple A. And then obviously, triple A to the big leagues is obviously a huge jump, too. But um, at least to the minor leagues, that was the biggest jump. But once you get to the big leagues, it's all about consistency, man. Like, if you can be consistent and you can throw strikes and you can get people out really quickly you're gonna you're gonna succeed for a long time up there you know especially from a pitching standpoint so it's i mean it's it's just all about you know who you are too it, it comes down to what you know what your abilities are and what you can do right and you no know, definitely as a reliever i think you know you don't have time to get a feel you got to go in right no, away you gotta you gotta yeah. get after it you gotta be ready bro you gotta be ready from freaking what for one or first pitch yeah. Right. From the start, it starts in the bullpen though too. You know, it depends on how you warm up in the bullpen. It depends on how you present yourself before you get on the mound. Right. No. Absolutely. So, so you make it there. You know, you get comfortable for a little bit of time, however long it took you. When yeah. was the first time you like went out with the guys and was like, "This is big league. Like this is this is it." Um. I mean, we had quite a few like team dinners that some of the older guys took us out on so that was like kind of a like a cool experience in its own just being like with a team and we go all out and you know hey, have they, a nice dinner and sit down and hang out with each other they drop the bill on you guys like uh oh, mighty yeah, ducks bro. like mighty ducks <laughs> oh yeah dude I, i've we've had you know good teammates that were past teammates that had done stuff like that you know it it, it all comes it they're trying to they're trying to show you the way you know you take care of the people that are around you they're going to take care of everything else you know what i mean right no absolutely so i mean yeah it's it's definitely a it's definitely interesting going up there it's it's a whole different world bro <laughs> yeah in a, in a way it really is because you dude you go from minor leagues i mean you're you're not making nowhere near what you're making in the big leagues yeah man. it's real like, money yeah it, it, oh yeah it, it's like when my first check hit dude that was when i realized i was like holy hell dude this <laughs> is insane bro like what am i reading this right you know like i never seen that was probably like crazy that, yeah that was probably crazy it, dude I, and i mean it, it's a blessing though too man like I, I get to do what i love you know that's that's the best part yeah so back on the baseball so back on the topic of season, how are they yeah. prepping you guys for this 60-game sprint here? Um, I mean, it, it's very quick pace, you know. It, it's not a lot of uh, time to get ready. So it's kind of – it's not, I wouldn't say rushed, 
but it's definitely it's amplified for yeah. sure so it, like our reps are are more um how do you say it i'm blinking right now basically our, our reps are more like volume based on intensity like how much we're getting yeah it, it just depends it, it all depends on what you're doing like tomorrow I, i'll have a side i'll throw like 20 to 30 pitches right and then in the game it depends on how many i throw that too like and how many hitters i face because it's only inner squads right now too right we're right. playing each other so it's not like we're playing the phillies or something like that like a normal spring training would be so yeah. it's a little bit like it depends too they, they can roll innings they can you know they have control of all that stuff too so it's kind of it's it's different man it's so different this year yeah, it, yeah. it's weird yeah, I would I would assume that they're preparing you guys to pretty much empty the tank. I mean, this is yeah. a sixty game season. It's gonna be yeah. all out sprint. You guys are gonna be throwing fuel here pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, bro. That, that honestly, I, like in a way, it it is nice to have a shorter season, but it does suck. Like because you're used to the long the longevity of a season you have time to get better or you have time to work on you know this or that yeah this is like a straight sprint like you said it's it's gonna be it's gonna be definitely tougher in a way yeah you, you gotta be on your game ready from you know game one yeah and, and we were even talking about some of the power rankings that they're probably not even gonna matter this year in a 60 yeah. game sprint it's gonna be who's gonna yeah. get hot the fastest and who's gonna exactly. be the most consistent exactly bro and that's that's kind of how playoffs is too man whoever's hot usually it they keep rolling you know right and and it's hard to stop teams like that if they get hot and they're just seeing the ball and they're you know they're in their home parks often it dude it's it gets tough man yeah yeah how's uh camp going for you so far it's going good, man. I threw uh, in an inner squad yesterday. Did pretty well. I, I got like two flyouts. I had uh, I had a double hit off me. I walked the guy and I struck out. Struck out a guy. So I got out of the ending. Nothing happened. Who hit the double? Uh, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie. Yeah. Out. yeah. I, I gave him a, a meat high fastball <laughs> and just tore it, tore it in the left. Nice. So, what are your kind of expectations for yourself personally this year? Um, personally, I, I'm just going to be trying to execute my pitches, man. My, that's the biggest thing. I'm not going to try and worry a whole lot about my below. I know it's going to come back. It's just a matter of time. I got to look. I mean, when I had Tommy John, it took me like two years to gain all my below back. Right. So it, it it's a process. You, I, I just want to throw strikes. I want to get people out, man. That, that's my biggest objective. I'm trying to get people out as fast as I can. And I, I think that's definitely a, a good way to look at it. I think those are some good goals to set for yourself because yeah. at the same time, this is a 60-game season, and yeah. the last thing an organization wants is for anybody to get injured pressing, yeah. you know, to, to yeah. succeed in 60 games. Exactly. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice man. Well, uh, we appreciate you coming on. Um, we always finish with a rapid-fire segment, so we're going to put 30 right. seconds on the <laughs> clock, and we want you to answer the first thing off your head. All right. All right. So we'll set the clock and uh, here we go. Okay. Liquor or beer? Beer. Favorite pregame meal? Uh, cheeseburger. Okay. Love that. Uh, Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. What game? Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare right now. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> um, hitter you least want to face? Uh, 
Probably Josh Bell, bro. Oh, love that. Yeah, love That's that. That's a good pick. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he, he was. I, I hated facing him. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite player growing up? Um, Derek Jeter. Okay. Uh, favorite post game drink? <sighs> Probably Slurpee. <laughs> love that. All right. Um, <laughs> ballpark you're most forward to, or most looking forward to playing in? Um, I don't even know where. We're, oh, Yankee Stadium! If we play, oh. if I if I make it there this year, oh, hopefully, yeah, sweet, yeah, <laughs> that'd be dope. Uh, rather blow a fastball by a guy or freeze him with a breaking ball. Uh, blow a fastball by him. Yeah. Like Let's go. All right. Uh, Jake Webb, thanks again for joining us, man. We appreciate it. We'll have you back on during the season when you're up there uh, setting up for people somewhere. Uh, hopefully Absolutely. you guys win in a division. Good luck, man. Absolutely. All right. Good luck, brother. Good luck, Jake. Else. Stay healthy. All right. So that was Jake Webb, friend of the program. Um, excited to hear what they had from the East Coast out in Atlanta, what they got going on over there. I like that squad, man. I think that squad has a chance to do some damage. This he, year. he was hyped about it. Yeah, I mean, they're a young, they're a young club that got some experience last year and had some success last year. Yeah, losing Donaldson hurts. Yeah, that but hurts. Where, where'd Donaldson go? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Twins. I mean, Twins is a a pretty high favorite too. Twins is a solid squad. Yeah, I mean, but Atlanta, you know, they they signed Cole Hamels. Um, they got a a roster that's pretty damn good. Yeah, they got a lot, a lot of young talent. Yeah, no. Just like Jake said, I mean, Albis, Alcuna, those guys are the future. Yeah, Those guys are the future sure. of baseball. With with Dansby. I mean, Dansby's yeah. still a number one pick. And you have Dansby, too. Um, I don't think I consider him elite yet. I don't think he's found his niche or necessarily what he's great at. Um, I don't know if I consider him a leader on that yeah. team. But feeding off of just raw talent like Acuna and Albis, it's... It's fun dudes, to play for the Braves dudes. right now. Yeah, it's fun to play. And for the Braves. they actually have they're they're plus two thousand to win it all. Yeah, that's not a bad. I mean, they're young. Some I think value there. I think they're a year or two out. If we're you know, Max Fried is a dude, but he's gonna. Uh, Max, Max Fried's upcomer. Yeah, he, that's he, their he, whole team. If you talk about you know, mm-hmm. you pick out five guys out of a hat, they're all up and comers. So yeah. I think they just need some time. Yeah. Um, I think they're gonna win that division. I mean, Philadelphia's a little bit older. They have, yeah. they have some experience. I, think, I don't think the Mets are anywhere close. I mean, they got Stroman, but losing to Grom, I think DeGrom's a better player going to Philly. Yeah, he's, um, he's a dude. That's I mean, a better it's gonna, fit for him. I mean, obviously the Nationals are there and World Series champs. They're, they're going to be strong. But I, I would honestly, for the money value, put it on Atlanta over the Nationals to win that division this year. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I don't think the Nationals are going to win it this year. Um, I want to know if Freddie Freeman's going to come back at some point. Yeah, he is. He, yeah, right. He has to. He has right? to. Um, he might be back by the start of the season. He's got to be almost over. Should COVID. yeah. Uh, we found about we found out about that last week. At least a week ago. Or, yeah, I mean, it at only takes fourteen ago. days. Right. He's a dude. So. Yeah. yeah, he's an absolute. Dog. He's one of those guys though that's a big difference maker for that club. Getting into the postseason, having success as a veteran. Presence that's still arguably their best player. That locker room presence, 100%. Just a vet. He's been there. Um, I think that they have a lot to prove coming off of their loss to the Cardinals last year. Yeah, that was brutal. That was brutal. brutal. That That was was brutal. brutal. Coming down the last game and losing by... I can't remember the score, but they lost by I think double digit runs. Oof. Yeah, they got yeah, crushed. Yeah, it was brutal. You know, like they give a bunch in the first inning. It was just over. Yeah, early. Yeah, 
You know, just over yeah. early. So I think they have a lot to prove. I think they'll come back with a chip on their shoulder. I think I think they'll probably get off to a hot start. Yeah. No, I, I agree. You know, I mean, I think Marquecas opted out of the season, which is going to hurt, but at the same time, I mean. So there, there is players opting out. Yeah, there is. And, and how do I want to say one, one last thing about the Braves. King Felix is a yeah. Brave. Wow. What do we? How do we feel about that? Leaving wow. Seattle after all those years, like, cool. is he done, or or do we think he has a chance to go do something? See, I never liked him when he was in Seattle. So I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know. think he's I didn't ever really going to be. Yeah, I don't think he's ever going to be as good as he was um, if he would have stayed with Seattle. I don't really like when players retire like that and then sign another contract for a, for a one year. Are you kidding me? Like, you spent your whole career in in Seattle why why leave yeah why just leave for a one-year contract just Tim Duncan it yeah. so sticking on the National League um obviously the Dodgers are your favorites who's kind of your guys sleeper team that has a chance to make some hay and get hot with the talent they got on the roster to do something as far as the National League goes National League uh you know I it's it's the Braves for me I mean we just stick, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna stick with with Jake's team. It's the Braves for me. Uh, like you, we just talked about it. Uh, they're young, they're you know they're healthy. Uh, that's huge, and uh, they're a team that could get hot fast just because their their talents through the roof. Yeah, Mac, who do you got? Um, it's up in the air for me a little bit. I do like the Braves pick. Um, I would say the Giants. Just be, oh, they're terrible. They bro. are terrible. That's your they're dark horse. T- they're yeah. They're young though. That's the dark horse. Like they're super dark. They're terrible. And this is you know. they're terrible. I think the Cardinals are definitely going to have a good chance. That, that's my team. Yeah, they're going to have a, they're going to have a really good chance. I I think that's picking the the um, the obvious choice, right? Yeah. But they're still they're a dark gonna, horse to win the National the, League to go yeah. to the World Series. If you said yeah. Cardinals in the World Series, but that's a shock. Yeah, you're right talking about there. Uh, they are. They are always right there. If I, if I pick a team, if what I consider the Cardinals is a very um, by the book, and it's a vet based clubhouse always. Flaherty might and, go and off was, and win the Cy Young this year. Could, could. Flaherty might very go well off. could. Yeah, I'm I'm really hurt that Jordan Hicks is opting out of this season because mm. that kid throws smoke, and that's going to be so fun to watch in 60 games because I, I know go. he's going to let it eat. But they have a lot of talent. I would love a to, lot of talent. Love on their to roster. see 160 mile hour fastballs. Yeah. In 60 games, just blowing by guys. That guy's throwing sliders at 91, 92. That's, That's ridiculous. Yeah. What about American League? Interesting team. Before we get to the American okay. League, the Cubs. New coach, you know, kind of similar roster. Yeah. They they have, and they have a good rotation. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a decent rotation. Yeah. It's getting a little – Hendricks is a dude. You know, Lester's getting up there. They are holding on to their players. So – I think when you hire a new coach and you keep the that same that same core, um, I think that coach is not going to have so much reign until those guys are gone. Well, it's just it's Rizzo, Bryant, and Javi Baez. Yeah, and those guys going to carry. Well, and then you have the the pitching staff. Right, but I mean that the position players run the team. Yeah, we all know that. I think the true athletes. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> but I think the, like expectation for the Cubs like wild card. One of the wild card teams, we don't see them win the division, right? I mean, are they better than Pittsburgh? Probably. Are they better than St. Louis? No. They're not better than Cincinnati. No, the the, the Reds, Reds the Reds might win that division. The Reds are a sleeper team too. 
Like we got to talk about the Reds. I don't know if they're a sleeper team, but uh, they're winning that division. The Reds? Yeah. Uh, I think the Cardinals win the division, but I think the Reds make the playoffs. Okay. I think the Reds are a playoff team. I think we're actually going to see some low power numbers this year. Really? Yeah. Well, you think about when we're starting the season, like all those Midwest teams, it's going to be fucking hot and humid. Yeah. That air is going to be so thick. Yeah, that's a good. You call. know, when that's this when the season starts, it's still a little chilly. I mean. Chicago's a little chilly. So I think I think them starting the season um, in the middle of summer, just in the heat, I think there's going to be some low power numbers for okay. sure. Who's our American League team? Sleeper. Sleeper. I mean, Yankees are your favorite. Yeah, um, I mean, they're the absolute favorite for everyone Astros, on any website. Astros are close. Yeah. Uh, my sleeper, AL, is White Sox. Yeah. I mean, that's a popular pick right now. Uh, they just have, dude, they have one through nine hit the ball. They, like we talked about, Will, Will Will Smith mentioned him. Tim Anderson, he's he's a dude. Jose Abreu, uh, yeah. Um, Monic, uh, Makata. Makata, he just got signed. He got a nice deal. He absolutely hits the hell out of the ball. Yeah, they're, they, they have a good lineup. They're a good and team. And so that's a team like that's you could just sleeper. see. Hey, they're smack. They're smacking five six runs a game, and that could that could win it. Yeah. That could be it. Mac, who's your team? Uh, my pick's going to be the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. For sure. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of young talent. Um, a lot of big leaguers kids. They just draft big leaguers kids. Yeah. BGO. Have you seen, by the way, have you seen how fat Vlad is? Vlad Jr.? He's no. going to turn into the panda. They, he's he's going to turn into the panda. He put on at least 30 pounds in quarantine. No maybe way. Maybe 50. And he goes. No way. They had he's to have a press conference and said, top. he can't play third base. He's going to play first in DH this year. Yeah. What? He ate himself out of the position. Like, literally, look up pictures of. Vlad Jr., he literally put on 30 to 50 pounds and ate himself out of the position. Who plays third base for them this year? They were talking. Who did they say? I wouldn't be surprised if Bichio played third. Yeah, I could see that. I wouldn't be surprised if they moved, um, what's his name, over to over to third base. What's his name? Uh, shortstop. Bo. Oh, Bichette? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a different, um, I've heard some different things about who's going to play there. I don't. It's not going to be Vlad, they said, though. Jesus. I mean, it's like... I can't believe you did that. What? I mean, oh, it's... it's Travis like, Shaw. Okay. Travis Shaw. Travis Shaw okay. is his well, team. These okay. athletes, like, come on. Yeah, literally, you have all this money, all these resources, you're eating yourself. Yeah. Yeah, but that guy was a thicko when he got up there, regardless. Yeah, like, but, but yeah. take care of yourself. Play your play your position. That's true. That's true. Now um, you're going to DH half the time. My, <laughs> yeah. my team, I'm going to go with... I have two I think can make make a splash. Um, I think Oakland. Oh, stop it. I mean, I'm an Angel fan, but Oakland's solid. Uh, they got pieces to work with. Chris, Chris Davis. Chris Matt Davis Chavin. is coming off a bad year, though. Yeah. A bad year for him. But also, I like I like Tampa. The Rays have That's a, a call. deep pitching staff. Uh, they might have the best pitcher in the American League. Snell's a dude. Um they're gonna those are two sleepers. No, no one's gonna talk about them a lot. People like Boston. I don't I'm not buying Boston. I'm not buying Boston either. I thought Mookie Betts leaving Boston hit hard. Yeah. Hit really hard. And it'll hard. show. Yeah. I think it'll show, especially even in sixty games. It doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, so that's our MLB preview. Uh we will be talking baseball throughout the course of the year, especially when things heat up and how the season's kind of portraying how it's looking for postseason outcome and how much fun it is to watch. Yeah, I'm really excited. Not a big baseball guy, but I'm going to jump on this train. Um, I know a lot of my friends and family aren't baseball people, but they will watch this, yeah. and we're excited. I might actually pick the Toronto Blue Jays to win it. Wow. Yeah. Just a, just a super dark horse. Fun 
uh, fun fun fact right here. I was actually playing against Bo Bichette in low A. Jordan Hicks on the mound. I didn't think this guy was the real deal until he took Jordan Hicks oppo off a 101 mile an hour fastball wow. in 40 degree weather. Wow. Jesus. Opposite field. Real deal. Field. The real deal. Real deal. Vlad uh, Vlad was also on that team. Hit a home run the next day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, almost off the apartments in, uh, God, East Lansing. Wow. Yeah. That's a right outside of place. Michigan State. Yeah, it's crazy. 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 All right, so that's baseball. Like I said, we're going to get into it more throughout the season once we see some things unfold. But we're excited for opening day. Opening day 2020, baby. It's going to be lit. Here we go. Yeah. All right, time for our next guest. We have Jared Timms, uh, co-host of Talking Halos podcast. We're going to talk a little bit of Angels baseball with them. Uh, welcome to the show, Jared. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, good. Um, obviously, we're fired up for opening day next week. I'm sure you are as well as most baseball fans. Um, what are kind of some expectations for the Angels this year? Honestly, for me, it, it's, it's still up in the air. I really don't know. You know, it could be... Yeah, they could go and win the World Series in, in this short season, or they could be, you know, a twenty and forty team. I I really don't know. It's going to kind of depend on how, how a lot of teams start. I know normally it's not really how you start, how you finish, especially in baseball. But I mean, this year it's really going to be about how you start off, and it's going to really be about pitching. And we'll see how the Angels pitching kind of stands up to everybody else. Yeah, I know. We kind of talked about the the sixty game sprint compared to the marathon, um, and I think. Like, even if it was a sprint or a marathon, the biggest question, again, for the Angels is rotation. It comes down to rotation. Is it going to be good enough to compete and win games? Yeah, I think the offense is good enough, for sure, 100%. I think they have one of the best offenses in baseball, but it's it's like it's been in the past, pitching, pitching, pitching. I like the addition of Bundy. Uh, we'll see what Tehran is, because I don't know if he's going to be back in time or not. She big Big addition to Shohei Otani. I mean, if you can ace like that with what we saw in 2018, I mean, that's, that is huge. And I'm, I'm excited to see Otani, too. That's going to be a lot of fun to see him pitch again, see where he's at. So are we looking at a – I think Joe came out and said six-man rotation, right? Is that what we're looking for this year? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's going to – like I said, I, I don't know where Blue Toronto because he had – he was hit with COVID, so I, I don't know what the deal is there. I haven't heard too much about that yet. So, But I would assume it's still going to be a six-man rotation. They have the depth to do it, whether it's – Matt Andrews, who's, you know, a Cali native, or if for some reason, I mean, they may put Reed Detmers in for all I know. I, I mean, they just drafted him, but heck, he can probably pitch in 40 innings for the Angels in some capacity and be a solid major leaguer. So I I, I don't know, but it, it, the rotation will be interesting for sure. Yeah, so who's your order right now? If you had to put an order on a five-man rotation without Otani, because I, mean, I know it's, you know, a different kind of situation. Yeah, without Otani, without Otani I mean, I, I think it's, it's Heaney, um, Bundy. I think they're really like 1A, 1B there if you're really going to put numbers on them. Um, I like Bundy and, uh, with the Angels a lot. I mean, getting out of Baltimore is huge for him. Um, I mean, it's not easy pitching on a really bad team like that. In a small then, ballpark. Yeah, um, yeah it's and, and then it kind of goes down from there. Griffin Canning's healthy, which it seems like he is. He's probably a three guy. You go there on four, and then Andrew's five. I feel like I'm missing somebody in there, but that's probably about where you go um i mean in the 60 game schedule i guess i'd probably slate three getters in the mix as well you know like i said they just drafted him but it's interesting yeah definitely um let's talk about the division a little bit first how many wins do you think wins the division in a 60 game schedule i i, was, I mean 40 but i mean 45 i guess wouldn't be off the table the astros could get hot the a's could get hot 
second in Texas could get hot for all for all we know. They have a really good rotation. Right. But I think 40, 45 wins it, I would guess. And what, what do you expect out of the division? Who I mean, obviously the Astros at the top. Oakland's good, returning. Um, who would be, you know, your best favorite to win that thing? Yeah, I mean, whether or not, you know, I mean, you think they cheated or not or whether you think it helped them out or not, the Astros are still really good. Though I think that, I mean, having fans at Astros games would definitely hamper them more than not having fans. So I think they're, I wouldn't say they're getting off easy, but they're, you know, it's going to be a lot easier for them this year. And, you know, hopefully we get fans back next year and all that fun stuff. But, yeah, Houston's for sure is up there. Um, I think the Angels can compete with anybody, though. If you're talking to straight Angels, I think the Angels are right there with the Astros, um, especially if everybody's healthy and the offense is there. Um, Oakland's always in the mix for some strange reason. I mean, you look 1 through 25, and you're like, oh, this team probably won't win more than in a normal game, 82, or a normal season, 82, 82 games. But for some reason, they just always find a way to win. Like I said, Texas has a really good rotation this year. I mean, heck, for all we know, I mean, the Mariners have a really good farm system. It, I mean, I haven't looked at their 60-man roster, but they could pull some guys up and have a decently good year with some young guys, too. So, like I said, I mean, it, it's all been in the air this year, but if I had to rank it, that would, that would probably be it. Yeah, I mean, everyone's kind of looking forward to how crazy it's going to be. What can we kind of expect from the Angel three-headed monster as far as numbers with Trout, Otani, and um, Rendon? You know, is it going to be like 25 home runs? Is like, is that out of the question? Is that too many? 20 home runs, 15 home runs? Uh, you know, what kind of numbers are we expecting out of those guys this year? I mean, I, I'd say 25 isn't out of the question. It's if you get a full season out of Trout, um, for sure. I, I think if you get Otani, uh, he's probably going to hit for what did we say, 35 games or so. So 10 home runs maybe out of Otani. I mean, he could probably get hot and do a little bit more. And then, I mean, Rendon coming to Anaheim, I mean, it's not as much of a hitter's park as Washington. So I'd probably say 20 um, with him too. But I, I honestly, it's, it's tough to tell. It, it all depends if Trout plays too. You know? I mean, it, after Trout has his, has his kid, he may not come back for all is, we know. Is that up in the air? I, I, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Oh yeah, so yeah, he's COVID scare. Okay. Obviously, with his firstborn. Yeah. Um, what do we expect anything from Pujols? You know, I think does this help him in a short shorter season? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely gonna help him out with the with his health for sure. I think. Um, anytime, I mean, he's he's been playing in like 100 games a year ish, give or take. So I mean, 60 games, he should be able to play at least 50 of them. What the stats are going to be on him, I don't know. I mean, how much is he going to contribute? I don't know. Um, especially when Otani DHs, you got to put him at first base, and you know he's he's not getting any younger out there. That's for sure. Yeah. So the big name that I know Angel fans want to listen to or, or want to hear is Joe Adele. What What do we expect? When's he going to get his shot? I I love Adele. I've seen him play so many times, and it, it, it's so much fun. It's 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 electrifying. Um, expectations from him he could win the rookie of the year he really could he plays enough games I mean there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to go out there this year and possibly win the rookie of the year but when you put one of the top prospects in baseball out there he's he's going to hit and he's going to hit for a lot of power and I think he matches up with major league pitching pretty well even though he's only really played as a, played well up until double A he got a shot in triple A last year but didn't really do what he wanted to is, um, is he going to get a chance yeah, to play in right field every day I don't think to start the season, no. I think that he'll find his way there eventually. Um, 
especially after Trout has a kid, I think he'll find his way to right field. He put Goodwin in center, and up and in, up and in left. Um, so, and, and you have Marsh down there, who's really fun too. Right. So, but Adele is Adele's really good. <laughs> um, who's gonna start a second for us, or for the Angels? Uh, who I like, Tom Stella, who the fans like, I and mean, in any Angels fan, it's. it's yeah, I mean, David Fletcher, you can't hate on David Fletcher. I'm sorry, because right. the helicopter in the background was flying, right. flying by. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you can't. David Fletcher is a good option. Tom Stella, I know Jemai Jones made the 60-man. He could probably be there in a, in a bench as well. But uh, I'll say Tom Stella for now. Okay. Just because I think he's better than David Fletcher. So what are your kind of expect, expectations for MLB as a whole this year? You know, what What are you looking for? What do you kind of expect the season to kind of look like? Um, what are you excited for? I'm just excited for baseball. I mean, we got shut, we all got shut down real quick, and it sucked. Like, college-wise, uh, and we're out there coaching. It, it It wasn't fun to just automatically, like, all right, we have no baseball whatsoever, and we don't know when it's coming back. So the fact that we know who, at least Major League Baseball is coming back is fantastic. Um, I don't – I've been saying this – a lot. I don't know if it's going to be about, I mean, it's definitely about the players and it's definitely about a World Series, but it's definitely going to be about the fans this year and, and somehow figuring out a way to incorporate them. Uh, and I guess giving some type of hope to the fans and people in the United States because of everything that's going on. Um, and you look at it in the past, like how the Astros won the World Series after they had the hurricane there and the Red Sox they won the World Series after they had the bombings there. So, I mean, it just seems like sports lifts everybody up. And I've been personally watching golf the past couple of weeks, and it's been fantastic to get your mind off stuff for just a couple hours. So I think that's really what it's going to be about, is just getting everybody's mind off stuff for three hours every day. It's going to be real nice. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. Um, well, once again, thanks, Jared, for coming on the show. Uh, we'll have you back when Angels make the postseason, hopefully. Hell, yeah. And Or Joe Delwin's Book of the Year. Then we'll, <laughs> you, we'll give you credit. Where, where Jared is right. Not. Yeah, where Jared was right. Uh, so that's Jared Timms with Talking Halos Podcast. Thanks again for coming on, and look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks, man. Later, brother. Thank you, guys. All right, so that was Jared Timms with Talking Halos Podcast. Give us some good insight on the Angels. I know we're all excited to see Angels baseball this year. Well, yeah, as a baseball fan, excited to see that lineup with Rendon. Yeah. yeah. Upton and I hope Trump. they just get hot and they're going to hit the hell out of the ball. I, I know. think I think one thing I am looking forward to, at least uh, from the Angels, is – Otani kind of getting some uh, air under his wings again. Yeah, I know it is. Uh, anytime you have a big superstar like that, a franchise guy that's going to come over, and there's a lot of hype surrounding him, and then he ends up getting hurt, it could knock the wind out of fans for sure. Um, looking for him to get some air air under his wings again, kind of kind of hit the ground. Yeah, that's exciting to watch him yeah. again. That's so. I mean, running. whether you're a fan of, I'm excited for the Dodgers. I'm excited for the Angels. I mean, yeah, going to be some. Yeah. Offensive firepower and hopefully some good baseball back in SoCal. Yeah, wouldn't it be sweet to have a freeway series and they they let fans in? We need it. How sick would that be? I'm tailgating regardless. Yeah, regardless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, once again, that was Jared Timms with Talking Halos podcast, talking about Angels baseball, um, as well as Jake Webb from the Atlanta Braves talking on uh, summer camp and what to expect from the season. So let's get on to the battle. Um, absolutely exciting question for today. I am fired up for this one. Um, we're going to stick to the topic of baseball. So our battle question today is one guy who is not in the Hall of Fame, who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, you get a pick, 
that is eligible for the Hall of Fame. So it's not like someone who's currently playing or someone who's got done last year. It's someone who is not in, who is eligible to be in, who just who isn't in for whatever reason it is. So Bead's like watering at the mouth to get to this time. I'm just, I'm just ready to go. Go so ahead. Go ahead. Rip it. Go right. ahead. Roger Clemens. He's a legend. The Rocket. Um, he, he was part of that uh, the Mitchell Report, the, you know, or yeah. PEDs and the center of the Mitchell Report. Who cares? Well, because he's the cares? biggest name. Who I mean, cares? Um, 350 wins, 11 All Star appearances, seven Cy Young Award wins, over 4,000 Ks strikeouts. Like the guy's an absolute legend. And all right, so basically, he went to court. Like, so he lied, or they they said they uh, he lied under under, under oath. oath. Yeah. But, you know, 2012, he was cleared of all charges. Like, he was found not guilty. Like, so that means when he said, hey, I've never taken okay, steroids. Okay, shut the fuck. He fucking did juice. Like, let's just put it, like, call a spade a spade. He, maybe he got acquitted for not lying. He did juice. Okay, like, so you got acquitted for not lying, but what'd you lie about? You didn't lie. He, he didn't did lie. juice. Did he not do juice? Like, Matt, did he do juice? Like it's not a matter. I think that's irrelevant. I, I think it's irrelevant. I think okay. that's irrelevant. Yeah, players, no, let's, players. Let's get not make him a martyr. To players, be like, no, players get put into the Hall of Fame of baseball alone, right? Don't talk about his personal life. And he's put. Boy, he's a dickhead. But uh, who cares? He is an. Okay, he's not in the Hall of Fame <laughs> because they said he took steroids. Right. But then again, he didn't. Okay. There's he did no, take steroids. There's no proof there. There's no proof that a they lot of guys... They drug his name through the dirt for this crap. They took his name off sports institutions, took him away from charity events. Like, they drug his name through the dirt and not putting him into the Hall of Fame. He's the best pitcher we've ever probably seen. Do you think that if people really believe that he didn't do juice, that he wouldn't be in the in the Hall of Fame? His numbers have gone up. His percentages have gone up every year. But he's not in yet. Okay, so you need what, 70, 75%? 73? He's at 60. He's close. He's going to get in eventually. People believe. But I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to get in. That's not my. But there's no. By no means is he top of the list of. He's he's the most accomplished. No bullshit. Okay. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) Yeah. No. He's a pitcher MVP. He's not the most accomplished between you and Max picks. Stop. Max, who who you got? Barry Bonds. Easy. It's hard to argue that. It's. It's hard to argue. The guy's got a wins above replacement, 162.8, 762 home runs, and broke the single season home run record with 72. Here's the, okay, you can read through his stats because they're literally. You think asinine. hitting's harder than pitching? Yes, yes, 100%. Yes. Stop. Yes. 100%. Not even close. I've seen Jordan Hicks throw 106 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not even close. And it looks effortless. What, <laughs> what pitchers are going to ever go down as great as he? As wins, strikeouts, I, awards. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot that are yeah. gonna have the chance. No, but, to be that successful. But okay, Bonds. Here's my problem with Bonds. Okay, don't even. Bonds did some drugs. No, there's no. Bo- oh, he did lots and he of got drugs. Caught up. His hat size went up by. Bro, he had more hat sizes. He won seven MVPs, and his hat size grew more than his MVPs. Yeah, started out Come at on. seven and a fourth, and grew to eight and <laughs> three quarter. But here's my problem Good with God. Bonds. Like, Bonds was having. MVP type calibers. He won two MVPs before he took the juice. I I completely but then why agree. take the juice? I completely agree, and I'm gonna back Bonds on this. It's just for what the are you backing. He took juice. So proven. did Clemens. I'm pro juice. Cl- Clemens is not I'm, proven. I'm pro it's juice. It's not proven. Okay, he, but, but 
Under oath proven, he didn't take any drugs. So you guys are just arguing about which juice head deserves to get in over the other juice head. The pitcher juice head Hold or on. the hitter juice head. Hold on. They think I, Clemens did juice because he, he did pitched, juice. He pitched longer than anyone he pitches did juice. without getting injured. I do agree with you. I think Bonds was a great player. I think he was a Hall of Fame type player before he even started the juice. I don't think the juice weighs much on that. I've heard since the beginning, great hitters. If you want to be a great hitter, hit a foul ball home run and hit a home run in the same at bat. That that's a great hitter. That's a great fucking hitter. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. I don't know how many years ago it was, um, and I'm not gonna give a year because I'm gonna butcher it. But it was back when Eric Gagne was closing for the Dodgers, and he goes 97 in on Bonds, and he hits one foul into McCovey Cove. Three pitches later, hits a tank fair. I remember into McCovey Cove. That's the best hitter of all time. Uh, That's the best hitter of all time. I agree. We're never gonna see. He's we're a, never gonna see anybody like Bonds ever again. He's the best hitter of all time. I, he has the most intentional walks, most walks of all time, most home runs. But he's guilty all time. But all time, you're never gonna see anybody better than all time. Juice, I was at an Angels game one time, Juice and I was, I was sitting in the right field pavilion, and I was like 20 rows up, and I'm like way far away, and he hit a ball like 30 rows over my head. Bonds did. I was like. I've never seen a ball hit that far in my life. Yeah, oh, I've yeah. seen him. I've seen him at Angel Stadium but, too. Ridiculous. But here's here's like we're getting into my guy now. Okay, fuck your guy. No, fuck. No, you guys want to talk about two juice heads who literally <laughs> not are, proven. Oh, pitcher juice head versus the hitter juice head were both the report, greatly accomplished. The report was all give, for money. Okay, guy. they dragged Clemens how, through the dirt for money, dude. How the hell is Pete Rose not in the Hall of Fame? Because the guy's he a is, fucking degenerate. Oh, I'll let you talk, okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't really. Have He's an a fan for you. favorite of the past. <laughs> four hundred two hundred or four thousand two hundred fifty-six hits, the most ever, like most ever. Three batting titles, three-time World Series champ, seventeen All Stars at five different positions. He was an All Star at five different positions. Charlie Hustle, dude. It is Charlie, Charlie Hustle. He won MVP, won two gold gloves, and let's talk about why he's not in the Hall of Fame. He was banned from baseball from gambling on the game. Okay? He gambled on the game. He bet on his own team to win. Yeah. Okay? I, I, I fucking love that. He bet on his That gets me high. Let's I, like I, I agree. I mean, it's hyped. not like if it was the opposite. Yeah. Although, 100%. Although, it's not the Black Sox scandals. I don't yeah. think he belongs in the Hall of Fame for one reason. When I was in seventh grade, he was signing fucking autographs on baseballs in front of the Caesars Palace in Vegas. He's still that guy's that. a fucking bum. Hey, hey, I saw him at a high school <laughs> game. I saw him at a high school game. He signed an autograph for me. Yeah. Yeah, but just handing out autographs. I remember he had like this like sunglasses could you, could you and like imagine, snakes. Could you imagine walking up to walking up to Clemens and going, "Hey, Mr. Clemens, can I have your autograph?" No, no shot. Fuck you. He's a dickhead. You, kid. We're yeah. not talking about him being a dickhead. We're talking about him being but the greatest Pete, pitcher Pete Rose, of all time. He didn't do no fucking Top steroids. Five at least. He didn't do steroids. All he did was either did Clemens play the game the right way, <laughs> got the most hits ever, and played multiple positions I'm, for a long time. Yeah, One World Cle Series. I'm taking Clemens trainer got paid to throw his name in the dirt, okay. dude. How many how many more years does Pete Rose have on the ballot? I think he gets in eventually. He's not even I mean, on the ballot. He's not even on the ballot anymore. He's not even right? on the ballot. No, that's yeah. over. He's banned from baseball. I think the closest, I think the closest guys are um, Kurt Schilling, uh, Barry Bonds, and Roger, Roger Clemens. Clemens, right? Yeah. Clemens and Barry Bonds have one chance. I'm taking Pete Rose over Roger Clemens. I'm taking Pete because Rose over all those guys. I think it's harder to hit in baseball than it is to pitch. And the guy okay. who had the most hits ever. Uh, yeah. Have you stood on the mound, thrown 100 pitches? Over and over and over again. No, but I've seen guys do it. Yeah, and it's tanks. <laughs> it's 
That Pete Rose. How's your shoulder? <laughs> hey, Pete see Rose, what you pitching more? How's your shoulder, dude? Pete Rose you deserves to more. be in. Okay, he so, literally bet on his own team to win and was a guy's guy. Yeah. Charlie Hustle, dude. He's a dude. Like growing He's a degenerate. up, I, he was before my time, obviously. But growing up, seeing highlight films of that, when he was just like in an All Star game, you know, fun the, the iconic game. photo of him sliding into third base. So yeah, no helmet on, or in an All Star game, Charlie running over the catcher. Hustle in an All Star game. Charlie that doesn't matter. Hustle the the dude of dudes. It's Pete Rose, hands down, deserves to be in the hall. I think so. I too. think Bond second. I think so too. Oh fuck you! On second, fuck you. Yeah, Clemens is he third. Just, no, Clemens, Clemens is, third. is definitely third. Clemens no, is third. Bonds Pete Rose is second. Pete Rose is number one. Pete Rose is second. Bonds is first. I Bonds will, was I will, a I will, natural I will this, athletic I will ability, this, this and is, then increased it. This is why I'm against. He didn't have to. This is why I'm against Screw pitchers him. getting in over hitters because when you think of how hard baseball is, you think of the timing it takes to hit a baseball. Nothing is referred to in in any sense of a pitcher's side of things. You you practice. We just you practice, spent you throw forty strikes. minutes talking about hey, the best pitching rotation will probably win the World Series. I didn't yeah. agree. It's because it's hard. It's easier to pitch than it is to hit. Yeah. No. All I, right. So I, that's that's the battle. The, the best pitchers will always win. We'll vote on it. Can't this win week. a game that's zero zero. Charlie Hustle vote Pete Rose. We know what it is. We know the deal. You um, don't want to vote Clemens because he's a dickhead, but you should. All right. That's the battle. Um, thanks for tuning in. We will have another good question for you next week, and. Now it's time for the film doctor. All right, now via phone we have the film doctor in. Um, we skipped last week's lo- loaded episode uh, with the film doctor, so we are back with his film review from two weeks ago of Ocean's Eleven, and going to give the floor to K. Moore. So Ocean's Eleven, um, obviously it went along with our Vegas theme, just one of the classics that had to do with Vegas, and like we talked about before, just an absolute powerhouse cast got you know brad pitt damon and clooney so one of the best vegas movies for sure any thoughts on this movie guys my my thing is like it's one of our favorites we know that but well the question i want to ask you is better cast on the original oceans 11 or the remake with dean martin the rat pack kind of that's a really really good question i honestly to be honest with you, i haven't seen the original original i don't know if you guys have have you i have not i have not yeah, either I yeah no i have uh, uh, be here. Let's look, okay, more. I've seen the original. Um, I like, I like, you know, Clooney better, bro. Clooney Pitt, you know, Clooney's Damon. a dude. He's an absolute dude. Yeah, agreed. He is a dude, but like, you think about Sinatra in that time, dude. Like, Sinatra was a dude, like, almost more of a dude. You, you gotta check the movie out, you compare the two. You gotta compare it to what That's was so, I mean, to me, I can't really answer that question, but yeah, I mean. It, they're both star-studded cast. You know, you can't really go wrong. It's just I think it's preference more than anything. What was your view of the movie as a whole? It's a great movie. No, it's like it's totally just one of those movies. It's a guy's guy movie, and um, there's a bunch of those like really solid like bank robbing movies. You're talking um, Inside Man, The Town, Ocean's Eleven. This one's right up there with one of the greats on those movies, and. Um, I'm a big fan of the movies that are very thought, very planned out and methodically thought out. Oh yeah, they they kind of mind fuck you there in a minute. You know what I mean? Like right, they kind of confuse exactly. you, the the audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's and yeah, and that's why you love it. It's it's what we go back to like the better characters in like TV shows and movies, like Sons of Anarchy, when Jax Teller's like doing things on the low that you don't even know about, and like 
Clooney's doing the same in this movie. Like, he's geeking you, thinks, like, he's sending in Dana to be the guy, but really he's the one doing things behind the scene, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's, so. that's, that's actually my hot pick for this movie. Um, I love that you have no idea how this is all going to be no idea. put together or intertwined until the climax of the movie mm-hmm. you're just like watching yeah. watching these this group of guys separate and go off and do their own missions or whatever and take care of their own business and somehow it all just gets intertwined in the climax i love that mm-hmm. yeah i mean like i said it's really really solid movie guys guy movie um if you haven't seen it for the viewers it's an absolute must nice yeah i mean for me i've seen it and love it it's if you haven't seen it you got to go watch it it's a it's a must-see um, classic, one of our favorite films. Uh, what do you got for us next? What's the next movie that on the docket? Yeah, so first I want to start off by paying our respects to some of our fallen um, film heroes from this past week. And we had some real legends. And even from Ocean's Eleven, uh, two weeks ago, we have Carl Reiner, who plays Saul. R.I.P. Uh, Saul, dude. And then you Rivera from you know, TV star and Glee. And then leading into my next movie, Kelly Preston, who, you know, John Travolta's wife, who just passed away from breast cancer. Yeah. Um, tough so on the Travolta's. Tough, tough losses from, you know, the movie world. But um, Kelly Preston, for the love of the game, is my next movie. Oh. Gonna, gonna stay with our baseball theme this week. Um, Kevin Costner. Um, a lot of people, I would say even CY, potentially have this probably as their favorite baseball movie of all time. I have it up there, no doubt. Definitely more in the, like, kind of romantic, you know, romantic comedy um, just pure baseball movies, but again, I, I rewatched it again last night. Just a phenomenal movie. Um, for those of you who haven't watched it, it's an, and it's another one of those must watches if you're if you're a sports fan. If you haven't watched this movie, go get a girl, bottle of wine, sit down and watch it. You might cry, but yeah. she's gonna cry. And it's, and it's one of those movies like I haven't been a part of baseball in a while, and like we haven't really talked about baseball much to be honest with you on this podcast. And it's like watching this movie, it made me miss baseball. For someone yeah. that's played baseball their whole life and like kind of got away from the game for a little bit, I was like, and he's like just Kevin Costner's like love and respect for the game in this movie is, it's really awesome to watch. Honestly. You mean his love for the game? <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. His love for the game. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think our fans, if you haven't seen this movie, go and watch it. I made B watch it a few weeks ago. Yeah, I, I watched it last month, man. Uh, something poetic. About adding exactly. romance and baseball together, bro. Something romantic yeah. about baseball, which is actually, for Love of the Game is my second favorite baseball movie behind Moneyball, which is a quote from that movie. But for Love of the Game, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable right. movie. Um, and Costner is a dude, which he is in like every sport. Costner is a dude. You know he shows up to the Cal State Fullerton alumni games and plays in them? Oh, yeah. He's legit. Yeah, he's legit. He's a dude. That's right. All right. So the, that's the film doctor with the movie review. Uh, we will have actually came work in studio next week for a great show we have on. Uh, so he'll be actually breaking that down in studio uh, next week. So once again, that's the movie review with Kay Moore. Uh, thanks for coming on. All right, brother. As always, later. Peace. Later. All right, so that was the film doctor with the movie review. Um, now let's get on to our weekly gambling picks. Uh, we took off last week. We didn't. Uh, we we kind of put them in with our UFC picks, which I'm not going to talk about my damn parlay again because I'm still upset. Um so, like I said, we're going to do our weekly gambling picks. We're going to give you something. Obviously, baseball theme, MLB theme. All of our bets are going to be baseball theme. So, let's start with B. I got uh, Glaber Torres, uh, Yankee. Yeah, Glaber Torres. What do you got? MVP. He's plus wow. 
plus twelve hundred. I like that. He's coming off a hot postseason. They play in a short ballpark yeah, too. Short ballpark, and he's with one of the biggest name hitters on his lineup. Yes, too. With yeah. Stan and Judge. And Judge, and he's he's, ba- he's, protection. he's batting third. He could. They could catch. You know, fire. The Yankees are projected to win the AL. Um, That's not like a bad most, pick. And for plus twelve hundred, plus twelve hundred, there's value there, and he's he's on a lineup that can absolutely crush it, and he could he could come out on top of that lineup. Okay, I, I'm not going to disagree with that pick, Mac. What what's your pick? I'm going to actually go with the Miami Marlins overall win total. <laughs> what's their win total? What the oh hell? man, it's brutal. Twenty four and a half games. So you have them going like almost five hundred, like twenty twenty six games. I'm going under that. Are you going under? I'm going under. Under? Go, oh, I'm going under that. Oh, I thought you taking the over. They are fucking brutal. <laughs> you're going to go under 24 I'm and going half. under 24 and a half. Oh. I'm, t- I'm, taking, a, I'm taking a shot here. Uh, give, me a num- give me a number. Um, I say they might get to 20. Okay. Wow. They're going to lose 40 games. That's wild. Yeah. I, don't, I actually don't hate that pick. Right. Someone's going to lose that many games. <laughs> yeah. Why not Miami? Right. They're just bringing up a lot of young guys. They don't but really have big names. They're used to not playing with front of fans, though. Is that an advantage for them? <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Hey, did you see Matt Chapman for the A's came out and said that? He was like, we're used to not playing in front of a lot of fans, so this isn't really new. Yeah, Damn. that's brutal. Targeting that's the fan brutal. base. That's brutal. Brutal. Well, As their best player. Oakland will burn the Coliseum <laughs> to the ground. Burn well, it. The, the A's ruined it getting the Raiders out of town. But that's another story. All right, so double down. Yeah, we're going to double down with CY. Dude, he was so close on this parlay. Uh, he has some good future bets for the NFL if you've been paying attention. And uh, this one's baseball theme. And, I mean, if anyone knows CY, he grew up with this game. He loves this game. I'm going to first I'm gonna apologize for getting all my fans who got robbed from that parlay once again. Don't even apologize. Because you say that bet again right now, you I'm s- taking that bet. Again, it, it was a lot. It was I'm a lot. taking that part. I'm hurt. Yeah, I'm like truly hurt. Yeah. You know, that's it's such bullshit that they didn't give it to Max. Okay, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm hot. Um, so my double down CY is going to be a futures prop bet for the MLB. Obviously, um, I'm going to go with Shane Bieber to lead the league in strikeouts. Uh, Shane Bieber, local guy, UC Santa Barbara. Yeah. Um, it's plus fifteen hundred. Here's my reasoning behind it. And it's, it's all based on feel, right? But this is the closest we are to a college-type season. Play 56 games in college in Division One baseball. We're playing 60. Bieber's the youngest, best guy that you can say Walker Bueller, but he's even younger than Walker Bueller, to play in college and have that feel for it. He shot through the minors. So Bieber can relate. You know, he's just as many years in the bigs as he was away from being in college and, and that shortened season. He's just used to getting it done in a sprint, In a basically. sprint. So yeah. I don't think it's going to be much of a difference for him. I like that. And he has wipeout shit. I like that. Like, wipeout. Yeah. You know, he was in an all-star game last year. He's an up-and-comer. What, for the what's value. the numbers on the, the prop bet? Uh, plus 1,500. Oof. Yeah. Plus 1,500. Okay. To lead the league in strikeouts. I like value. that. There's value there. I like there. that also because I feel like Right, I I talked about it earlier. I think the the big thing this season is just to get through this season without anybody getting hurt. Right, right. Guys like Garrett Cole, Verlander, those guys are going to have a some sort of a ceiling on you know if they're feeling some sort of pain or tension. I like that pick. I think they'll let him ride. He's a younger guy. Agreed. Yeah, he's got a lot in the tank. I love that. Yeah, 
Agreed. So, I like that a lot. That's double down CY. Uh, take Bieber to lead the league in, in strikeouts. Uh, you're going to get value there. I think I think it's a, a really good shot happening. Yeah. yeah. So uh, thanks again for listening in. Uh, we are the TD Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at TD underscore podcast. Instagram, TD underscore podcast with a zero. Uh, we're on TikTok as well as uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. Um, hey, no more TikTok. Oh. China took over. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Soul thing. We delete that. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our heart for listening in. Uh, you guys are killing it with our views. Um, we got merch. Uh, we have t-shirts available. Check us out on Instagram to order the t-shirts. Um, they're they're pretty fire with that logo. Uh, we got more merch coming. Hats, sweatshirts, long sleeves, tank tops. Uh, dial in for it. And thanks again. You got your number down.